Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. First, though, as ever on a Friday, we're joined by Aidan Donnelly from Davy. Morning, Aidan. Good morning, Gavin. How are you? I'm good, thanks. If we start with the Irish Independent, it seems that some professionals are getting pay rises well above the level of inflation. It's the central banker's nightmare. It certainly is. It certainly is. Yeah, they, this is a, based off a, a report by uh, Morgan McKinley. And what they're saying is that salary demands among professionals are increasing in response to two major fa- factors. One is obviously the rising cost of living, but also there's a very tight labour market. And it's basically handing job seekers exceptional bargaining power right now. So what they're saying is in it's, it's sectors such as accounting and finance professionals are seeing very strong uh, pay increases as in, you know, uh, low double digit life science professionals as well, seeing strong compensation. The one sector they point out that has that been left behind in the, ba- the bonanza is the tech sector, which is interesting, I suppose, in context of the next two stories we're going to talk about. But they're certainly seeing uh, probably a um, with, with share prices, you know, in, in many of the VC backed firms um, uh, under serious pressure, they're, they're kind of slow to take on new talent. And, and many of the multinationals are putting freezes, uh, job freezes on uh, at, at the minute. But the rest of the professionals, it looks very, very strong. And it's, it, it's simply by the looks of it, a, a big case of supply and demand. Yeah, and I think this is a big factor in the very strong income tax receipts that we've seen over the last couple of years. We know some parts of the economy were hit badly by COVID but they tended to be the less well paid ones the well paid jobs of you know those sectors have held up very well it's a very strong employees market and I mean that's clear uh, in, in what's coming through here just one other thing I'll mention a Morgan McKinley poll found that half of candidates would not put their CV forward for a job that didn't offer full time remote working as an option and Ian describes this as a sign of a major power shift between employer and employee since the COVID lockdowns alright let's move on then to uh, the big tech results from last night. We had Apple and we had Amazon. Let's take Apple first. Revenue for its third quarter of $83 billion, up 2% on a year ago. Net profit was down 10%, but it was ahead of expectations at $19.4 billion. So what's going on with these guys? Well, I, I suppose the, the share price was up marginally after hours, and I think it really is a, a, a bit of a relief. You know, they definitely they met street expectations, but they're saying that the operating environment is very, very challenging. Um, they're, they're seeing, I suppose, a, a, a foreign exchange is a big problem for them because uh, so much of their, their stuff is so, sold internationally. But I think probably more importantly, when you look at the product revenues for them, the only only part of the product revenue that actually beat expectations was the iPhones. And even there, you know, you're looking at revenue that was up only 3% year on year, whereas, you know, a revenue for their Macs, for their iPads and, and for their wearables were all down and, and missed expectations. The other, I suppose, bright spot on the horizon for them is the fact that the services revenue um, continues to grow strongly. But what is probably um, a, a decelerating, it grew at 12% year on year um, in, in, in the current quarter, but that's down from 17% in the previous quarter. So it's it's a kind of a a, 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 a mixed bag here. But calling out in, in, in for the future quarter, they're saying, they haven't given any revenue guidance, which is a little bit unusual, but they're saying that supply constraints are still an issue for them, but they are moderating. But the big thing they're calling out really is is, is foreign exchange and the, and the strength of the dollar. Yeah, what really interests me about those figures you mentioned about the devices is that the iPhones, which 
you know, I don't know, would you call them an essential product necessarily, but it's certain it, it's more essential to consumers than the likes of the iPad and, and the wearables. The fact that the iPad and the wearables are down, maybe that tells me, Aidan, it's a sign of the consumer cutting back on non-essentials. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Or, or just, you know, they, they, obviously, if you look at the demand for, for wearables and, and, and for, for the Macs um, over the last kind of two years, we work from home and things like that. Um, you know, I don't know how many calls we've all been on, video calls we've all been on, everybody's wearing their AirPods and things yeah. like that. But so I, I think there was a huge pickup in demand o- o- over COVID for a lot of these things. And, and, and ultimately, unless you lose your, you know, your AirPods, you don't necessarily need a second set of yeah. them. So I think you're, you are seeing changes in, in, in consumer buying patterns. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, it may, may just be a factor of, of uh, the strong the strong period it's been compared with last year. The other company that was out was Amazon. Sales for its second quarter up 7% on last year, but operating income was down from $7.7 billion to 3.3. The market seemed to take these results very well. Yeah, because there was an awful lot of fear about these, these results. Uh, basically, what's gone on, and, and I suppose what's worrying people is, you know, the retail environment in the U- US, we've seen obviously a few high-profile um profit warnings from the likes of Target and Walmart over the last couple of weeks. And people were very worried about the the um particularly the retail side of it. Now again, retail side wasn't great, but it was better than expected. Uh, but but more importantly I think the, the company are calling out some uh, cost as a major factor. So they're seeing supply chain disruptions, higher logistics costs, higher labor costs, and that's all causing inefficiencies in the system. They're trying to to, to increase, they've already increased the, the cost of the prime membership in the US. They're going to start yeah. doing it now in several of their international markets. Um, and that's really because, you know, people are, are, are getting prime and then when they get free delivery and things and delivery going up, company aren't making uh, nearly as much money on the on, on prime as as they used to the other thing i'd say to you is that you know their their big prime day has switched what uh, what quarter it's in so there's a, a little bit of noise around that but you know as i said that's all on the retail side of it. the one shining light here was definitely web services uh, continues to be very very strong and you know you're you're, you're seeing revenues up year over year, up to up about thirty percent year on year, and uh, so that's all very very strong. And uh, but yeah. again, the, the 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 key is that it's it's you know that's one one part of the business, but the main part of the business is is, is still under pressure. The retail side of it. I want to ask you about the U.S. economy. We had two quarters of GDP contraction in a row. That was announced yesterday. By my money, that's a recession, Aiden. Their definition is slightly different. Their def- definition of a recession. Uh, it's slightly different to what we have on this side of the pond. But clearly, this is not good. Uh, look, I, I, I think there's a few funnies in it. And, and, and certainly what was interesting was when, when the Federal Reserve met on Wednesday, they, 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 Jay Powell called this out and he said, look, People are focusing on GDP and, and there's two factors within GDP that are, are, are having a disproportionate impact and l- making it look as if the, the, the economy has gone into what's called technical recession. Yeah, in- inventories was one thing that's mentioned. So basically companies have been stocking up on loads of stock, uh, to, to repeat the, the, the word stock twice, but they've, been, they've yeah. uh, piled up all the, this stuff and then demand maybe hasn't been as strong as they've expected and so they're not buying new stock they're just working their way through these right. existing piles and because they're not buying new stock that's hurting GDP. Correct and and then the other thing that's obviously very important is is the balance of trade so the the the, the, the 
pay, the payoff between exports and imports. We've we've seen imports being very very strong. Exports have, have come off because of the strong dollar. So if, if you think about it, if you want to look at the underlying strength of the the U.S. economy, you want to see what the consumer is doing. Seventy percent of the U.S. economy is the consumer. So you know the fact that imports continue to be very strong means that people are buying continue to buy stuff, and we're seeing that in the retail sales numbers. Now it, it, you know even on the consumer side of it, um, and in, in, in the GDP numbers yesterday, you know the, the growth was not as strong as it was as it has been in previous quarters, but it's still growth. It's certainly not not a recession. The the many of the economists are looking at what's called gross domestic income now, as opposed to gross domestic product, which gets rid of the the um, the, the issues with inventory and and and, and the strong dollar, uh, and that remains reasonably positive and, and uh, still reasonably positive. So. Technically, I suppose it, it is a recession, but the, the, the final decision will be left up to the National Bureau of Economic Research. They're the ones that decide whether we're in a, a recession or not. So yeah. we wait and see what they, those erstwhile ladies and gentlemen say. So it sounds like uh, GDP isn't just a funny indicator for us, it might be a funny indicator for the US as well. Very, very briefly, to finish off on tech, I mean, we had a load of results this week. In general, they were pretty good, I think, and, and that should help market sentiment. Yeah, definitely. I think that you know, given how weak the sector has been in terms of share price so far this year, we needed to see reasonably strong numbers, and, and by and large, we did. We've seen a few, I suppose, um, uh, mixed bags. You know, Intel last night uh, took down guidance. Meta the other day, Qualcomm. So we're seeing it, it, certain certain pockets of technology um, uh, having a bit of pressure uh, for for various different reasons. But you know the the mainstays have probably come through, and and yeah. uh, as we said about Apple and and Amazon, there was probably a little bit more relief than necessarily uh, you know uh, posting series much better than expected numbers. Okay, we we'll leave it there, Aidan. Thanks very much for that. That's Aidan Donnelly there from Davy. Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.